0: Welcome to the Global Council podcast, where we share our latest insights on recent developments in politics and policy in the UK, Europe and internationally. Today, we're looking at the implications of the global trade war with our chief economist, Gregor Irwin, with questions asked by senior associate Thomas Grotowski. It's been a a sum of rapid development in U.S. trade policy. When we look at the US disputes with NAFTA, the EU and with China, which strikes you as being the hardest to resolve and why? Well, um, I think we can already see the U.S. making real progress on NAFTA. The U.S. has reached a bilateral agreement with Mexico. We haven't seen that deal. The text has not been released. Um, It's not clear that it's transformational uh, for NAFTA. In fact, I think most people would say that it's going to have uh, effects that are relatively concentrated in a small number of sectors, most interestingly the auto sector, where it will change rules of origin. The interesting additional question now is whether Canada can actually be brought in to that deal so that it moves beyond being a bilateral deal between the US and Mexico and becomes genuine NAFTA reform. Uh, There, the US is trying to open up the Canadian dairy sector. It's not a massive issue in terms of the size of bilateral trade flows, but it's politically sensitive on both sides. It's far from clear that the Canadians... Uh, can be bounced into reaching agreement, and that appears to be the US tactic at the moment. On the EU side, um, the EU appears to be playing a clever game. Uh, The US is clearly uh, upset by uh, the trade deficit with the EU. Uh, Above all, it's upset with the bilateral deficit in goods with Germany. That's become something of an obsession for President Trump. Uh, But the EU has has managed to uh, prevent that relationship deteriorating to the point where the US carries out its threat to impose tariffs on autos by committing to enter into a negotiation. Um, That is not going to proceed quickly. It will take several months for a potential negotiation to be scoped out, and it will take many, many more months after that, before a negotiation has any reasonable prospect of reaching a successful conclusion. In the meantime, the EU is offering up the US some small concessions. So, um, uh, trumpeting uh, the increase in imports uh, of soybeans, politically important in the US, but nothing really related to any policy actions taken by the EU. And more recently, uh, promising to increase uh, US beef imports, already. Uh, important from a political perspective in the U.S. The really difficult relationship is China. Here, the U.S., if you look at their analysis of the problems in the U.S.-China trade relationship, really what the U.S. wants to do is to change Chinese industrial policy. That is something that the Chinese uh, will be unwilling to do for economic reasons. It's probably something also that they're incapable of doing for political reasons. So there is every risk uh, that that um, uh, relationship becomes even more complicated uh, in the future. Great. Um, what impact do you think uh, could the U.S. midterm elections have on your trade policy next year? Well, the U.S. midterm elections have the potential to change uh, which party has a majority in either or both houses of Congress. I think it's unlikely that the Democrats are going to win the Senate, but there is every chance that they might win the House of Representatives. If they do that, that's going to cause difficulty for Donald Trump's legislative agenda across the board. It's going to cause him a a couple of um, very real specific problems in his trade policy agenda. Um, One is he is likely to find it much more difficult to... Uh, past NAFTA reform through Congress. That has to happen. Um, Certainly, if Canada is not part of uh, the deal, if it becomes a a, a bilateral US-Mexico trade deal, I think we'd find that a Democrat-controlled House of Representatives uh, would seek to block that. Uh, Even if Canada is brought in, uh, the instincts of Democrats in Congress to oppose the Trump administration might mean that that still becomes... A challenge for the White House. There are some other things uh, to watch. Um, uh, th- there's widespread concern in Congress about the Trump administration's use of executive powers on trade policy. And um, I- indeed, there are some legal challenges already underway, questioning whether there's been an excessive um, at, um, uh, use of powers uh, by the White House using national security as a pretext. Uh, to impose tariffs against uh, China and elsewhere. What we may find if there's a Democrat-controlled House of Representatives next year is that they seek to attach amendments to uh, bills that just have to be passed, so raising the debt ceiling at some point next year, which seek to impose additional constraints on the White House use of those executive powers. So that may make it more difficult for the White House, for Donald Trump, to pursue uh, the, the, the trade policy in the way in which it has been doing over the course of the, the summer and the past few months. The financial markets mostly seem relaxed about uh, trade wars. Are they too complacent, or at what point could that change, and why?
1: Well, um,
0: uh, you know, I, th- I think it's important to distinguish between uh, measures that have been announced by the White House, uh, measures that have been threatened. By the White House and measures that have actually been implemented by the White House. So far, if you look at what has been implemented, we've had tariffs on the steel and aluminium sector. That is relatively small in a US uh, 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 in the context of US trade as a whole. It's it's significantly small uh, in, con- in the context of global trade. Of course, it matters for those sectors, uh, but it's not a, it's not a big deal in macroeconomic terms. We've also had $50 billion worth of tariffs imposed by the U.S. and China, both of them, on imports from each other. Uh, Significant, uh, but again, not significant in a macroeconomic context. That could change if um, the U.S. follows through on its threat to impose tariffs on uh, imports, uh, an additional $200 billion of Chinese imports, that's beginning to take us into the territory where you where you have to think that this is certainly significant from a Chinese macroeconomic perspective, uh, but also it, it 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 has the potential to damage consumer investor confidence uh, in China, elsewhere, uh, and also to raise concerns about where U.S. trade policy may be headed next. So. Um, you know, I, I think if we look at the financial market reaction so far, I think we can we can see why the reaction has been relatively muted so far. I wouldn't describe that as overconfidence, uh, but equally, if uh, escalation occurs, uh, particularly in the Chinese relationship, in ways that you know look quite plausible at this moment in time, uh, then that could change. So uh, it would be it would be wrong to draw the conclusion that what's happening in the trade policy front doesn't have the potential to really impact at a macroeconomic level thank you for listening for more insights blogs and analysis you can visit our website www.global-council.co.uk and subscribe to our mailing list you can also follow us on twitter at global underscore council